Welcome to the Camp Deer Run Podcast. I'm Ty Ford coming to you from the piney woods of Camp Deer Run. We hope this podcast will encourage you and keep you on the path following Jesus every day. talk with you and just so anybody that's listening kind of gets a picture of who you are and um, some of your initial camp experiences why don't you just tell us uh, what year did you first come to camp and uh, what was that experience like? I believe my first summer was 2012 and I went to third session that was my first session ever and I had a counselor, and I can't remember his name. I remember him being really tall, and they called him Breezy. And so that was his nickname. And I think – I don't remember too much, but I just remember I was the biggest kid out of the group, and it was Cowboy Day. So we went to go wrestle in the creek, and they chose me for somebody. I beat him. And they're like, how about you go against a counselor? And I'm like, well, I was pretty confident. And I was like, it's going to be hard, but, you know, I can probably do it. And then, I kid you not, two seconds later, I was on my butt. It really humbled me really fast. But that's what I remember from that first year. Sounds like a good year. You got a counselor you don't remember. And he put you on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ended well. I don't remember anybody that went by Breezy. Was third session a one week or was that a two week at that time? It was a week at the time. It was one week. Okay. That's cool. And did you say how old you were roughly? I was, I think I was 12 or 11. 12 or 11. Okay. And at that point, you didn't know Chublet, right? I did not know Chublet, no. So the Cole and Chublet duo had not been established yet. It was a year later that that all happened. Yeah. How did you How did you find out about the camp? Uh, my family's just always been going. I think we heard about it somewhere at church. Um, but then my sisters have went, and ever since then we've always been going. Yeah. So your sisters went before you. Yes. I did not even know you had sisters, by the way. That's hilarious. I love that at camp, if you don't know, like, people's family or whatever, you just, all you know is them. That's a great name. Um, Well, so thinking about camp and things that you enjoy at camp, like, what is your favorite daily camp activity? Something that happens every day. Probably, I had to think about this one, and I think... It had to be him, Tom. Just we all come together, all different groups, and we don't know each other, all of each other, but, like, we're all together, and we sing like we know each other. And, like, we give that all out. And it's just a beautiful moment where we can all sit back and just it's a relaxing moment to me Mm -hmm. to just be able to sit there and praise God with everybody and just really relaxing. And just not knowing everybody around you, but we're all 
singing together as one. Yeah. It's just a that is a good moment. I enjoy that as well. Uh, what about like theme days and uh, or special events that happen? What's your favorite? Theme days definitely had to be capture a flag as a camper. Yeah. Because me, Chublet, and our two other friends, we would always have walkie-talkies. <laughs> and... I guess it was kind of cheating, but it never worked anyway. We never won. So, like, we are pretty bad at it, I would say. But that had to be my favorite theme day, just capture the flag. Did you ever capture the flag? I touched it. You did touch and it? And I got touched it before. What about since you've been on staff? Have you ever captured the flag as a staff member? Every time I've been with Drew Cox, we have won. He is a mastermind so at Capture the Flag. Got you. Have you personally Me? captured the flag? Drew captured it. Drew. And then he, hand, he handed it to me. So I guess for a little bit I did. And then I, I handed it off to a girl. Okay. And she took it the rest of the way. Nice. Well, that's better than me. I have never captured the flag. I did at one point. I grabbed it and I took off running, but I made the mistake of running in the creek. And <laughs> the creek was like way in my jeans or whatever pants I was wearing down as it got wet. And sadly, the 12 and 13 year olds caught me. So <laughs> I did not catch the flag. That is a classic, uh, a classic camp day that is definitely well loved. Well, thinking back on your time, at camp, whether as a camper or a staff member, um, either one, but what are some important lessons that you feel like God has taught you during your summers at, at camp? For a long time, I found it really hard for me to understand how to love God. And I tried to have this worldly love, and that was a wrong way of looking at it. And camp really, these counselors really showed how to love God. And I believe it is, I want to say John 15, 14. I'd have to look, but it says, I read it and it said that if you listen to my commands, you love me. And that really clicked for me. Because it was so hard for me to, I, I was overthinking everything. And it was simply just following his commands is how we love him. And looking at the counselors and they were following his commands and being servants and being selfless the whole time. It just showed how I need to be out in the world. And I carried that out into the world and tried my best. I fell, wasn't perfect, but they also showed that to me that, they weren't perfect either and that we are all going to fall, but we can always get back up and that we can continue to love God and just follow his commands. That's great. Yeah, that is a, so you, you learn that lesson uh, basically through the example of the staff and the campers you're around. And yes, that's, that's great. Well, thinking maybe a little more specifically, maybe about this summer or just, in the recent summers that you've had, but 
What's one thing that you plan to incorporate in your life this year outside of camp that maybe you've learned this summer or over the past few summers? Really giving a lot more time to God. We, I know me, I, we have so much time in the world and we have all these social medias and we can literally sit there and scroll through it for two hours without realizing it and looking at some of the most dumb things ever. And we do that, but we can't, we, we just try to find a way to avoid going and having that connection with God. It's not like we're avoiding it, but we just use so much, we waste so much time Mm -hmm. and just really not wasting time this year because time is very valuable and we're so temporary. This body is temporary and we don't know what's next and what's coming and just always putting my time in the use. And because like this summer, we did not know what we had coming. We didn't know what time was going to end, when it was going to end, or if it was going to keep going. So I really learned this summer, don't waste time. Just use it all and use it to God's ability and use it to praise him. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely learned that lesson this summer. (laughs) Every moment is one to be cherished and to be to be put to good use you know so that's that is great don't waste time um well thinking of that that kind of transitions well i wanted you know whoever's listening to this to kind of get to hear about what it looks like in your life because often often i feel like we hear in church or even at camp like hey you should read your bible uh, or you should spend time with god and sometimes we stop short of actually sharing with people, well, this is how that looks in my life. So that then they kind of get a picture of what that, what could, what that could look like. So what does a uh, quiet time look like for you during the year? Like what's, what does that, what does that look like for Cole Summerall? So I have, I'm actually in my spot where I come and do my quiet times. We have like this little strip that's just open in the woods. We use it for shooting. And I <laughs> that's funny because that's not really a quiet place. But um, I come here. Is There's nothing but woods. And no one can see me or anything. And I really like, I think Kane really established this in me. And that was physically showing that you're praying to God and getting on my knees and on my hands. And I do it because there's no one around and I don't want to gloat or anything like that, but it helps me mentally establish that I'm humbling myself before God because I'm not worthy to come before him, but he has grace and love and that I get to do this. This is an opportunity that I get to have. And that's what I do before I read because I want to mentally prepare myself and I pray to God that all the worldly thoughts exit my mind and that I can only be with him in this moment. 
and clear my mind and clear my thoughts. And it's a really just a nice breather to be out here and just let everything go. And I can sit out here because I need to just tell God about my day. Even though he knows everything, he wants me to be able to talk to him about it and just get everything off my chest. And then I feel like a new person whenever I stand up and I feel renewed. And it's a blessing that I get to have that in my life. And I know not everybody's going to get to have the opportunity to be in a place that I am. Um, But that's how I renew myself daily is by coming out here and just humbling myself before God. Great. So for you, you have a, a spot picked out that you prefer to go to and it's isolated or secluded away from everybody else. And then you specifically are pointing out that you, uh, you use your body position to help get your mind also right by bowing down and praying to God. And that helps you approach him with the, the humble heart and mindset. Yes. That's great, man. Do you like to, do you you have a set time that you go there or is it just morning or evening or like, what's that look like? Whenever, whenever Corona was happening, I tried to do it three times a day. I tried to break it up one in the morning, one around one o'clock and then one about five o'clock. And because I knew that in the morning I needed to start my day off right with God. And I knew that would change the rest of my day. Middle of the day, my focus might have kind of been leaving God that day. And I needed to get back on track. So I would do it around lunch. And then 5 o'clock, I needed to end my day and his word and just surround myself with him. And now it wasn't like a super long thing. Like it could be it'd be like 15 to 20 minutes. And I would just break everything up so my whole day could just have him in it. And that's how I did it. But now things have changed and I can only do it for once a day. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it stinks. I wish I could do it three times a day um, because I love doing that. It made my day so much better. Um, but, you know, just have to equip to what I have. And Sure. Well, that's great. So this kind of answers the next question I want to ask you, but I assume this is one thing that helps you in this area. but uh, besides your daily quiet times, what helps you pay attention to God during the year? What helps you stay attentive to him in your life? So we've talked about that. I work at a school district this year and I've worked with children um, outside of camp and they really help me pay attention to God. They, every time I see them like that song, we see their gentleness, we see their kindness, and they have Christ in them because they are children, they're children of God. And whenever I see them, I know that I have to be Christ-like and steward well and know that that I'm having an impact on them. And I know that I can't act a certain way, an unchrist-like way, because then I'm corrupting these children. And I don't want to be the reason why these children aren't loving God and being Christ-like. And they help me, rem- they remind me every single day that I need to walk like Christ. 
because they're watching me. Um, everything I do, they watch. And I know that I have to be a good example. And they, they really help me. They don't know that, but they really help me mm-hmm. stay on the path and just remain in him. Yeah, that's good. So, so by being in, by putting yourself in a situation where you're leading others, where you're around people that may be looking up to you, that, that helps you stay on point, be attentive. That's good. It's very good. Um, awesome. Well, uh, in the podcast that's going to precede this interview, I'll have been talking about choices and the choices we make and how they impact our lives and how they actually dictate whether we stay on the path or whether we wander off on our own way. So I wanted to ask you, like, if you look back on your life, how old are you? I'm 19. 19? Going on 20, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> Well, as you look back on your 19 years, uh, you have made a lot of choices. You make choices all the time. Um, But what are three important choices that you would look back on and say, those were important and they helped me stay on the path with God? I immediately think of baptism. As soon as I hear that, baptism comes to mind because I was renewed in Christ and his blood is on me and i am able to come before god and be forgiven of every sin that i have and that's definitely the number one most important thing i've done in my life um i think number two would have to be coming back to camp every year i had a choice whether or not to come back um but i thirsted for that fire again that I would have every year after camp as a kid and I wanted that feeling every year and I wanted to last through the whole year but sometimes it wouldn't and just coming back to camp and surrounding myself with those people um, definitely impacted my life Uh, counselors have set great examples um, on how I need to be and I appreciate every single person that's been in my life that has done that for me um, I think another one would be the elderly and the elders in my church um, very wise people and I learned from their mistakes Um and learn from their wisdom. And I'm only 19 and they're like 60 something and they're giving me advice on how to approach God and have a relationship with God. And that could have took me years to figure out, but they're already giving that advice to me and helping me grow. And it's helping me advance so much faster and not be baby fed anymore where I can be I'm growing and I'm able to have that relationship with God and really instill my roots and be able to grow really 
And they have made a huge impact on me because they have given me such opportunities um, to learn and take part in church and just really be a servant for God. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so the choices you made is, you know, to be baptized and give your life to God, commit your life to him and, and to walk with him. Uh, and that begins in baptism. And then you kept coming back to camp, which I'm hearing you basically say was a place that put you in touch with people that love God and helped open your mind more and more to the things of him. And then uh, you have had these mentors in your life or older people who love the Lord that you could, you could see their good, uh, good ways and you could see mistakes they made. And they've also been an encouragement to you. So that's awesome. Yeah. Those are, those are definitely good choices and important things. Um, well, kind of thinking now more directly about our campers who uh, some have started school this week, others, you know, over the next month, everybody's going to be heading back to school and school's kind of different this year. Um, we don't, we don't kind of like camp. I mean, we don't even know how long it'll last or what it'll completely look like on a weekly basis. So what encouragement would you offer to the campers? Like what words of encouragement would you share with them as they get ready to, go back to school and to be a part of a year that isn't going to look probably as normal uh, as other years. What would you say to them? I want to say that take control. Um, don't let this curiosity scare you because Satan's going to eat off that and he's going to love that, how you're scared and how, you're curious and you don't know what's going to go on and he's going to take advantage of that. And he loves that. You don't know what's going to happen. And just cast all your worries on God. He is the only one that's going to be able to, to answer anything that you have. And we sometimes depend on people to answer our questions and it's not even sometimes that we need the question answered it's just having faith in something greater than humans because we are so temporary and we're wrong all the time but being able to go to god somebody that is perfect um never failing in their love um mercy merciful and just gave their own son to die for us approach him because whenever you do feel alone and you feel lost i promise his hands waiting out for you and he will accept you back anytime and he loves you and there's nothing more great than that and our life would have no value if he was not there and we wouldn't even be here if he wasn't there. But he gives us a purpose and he gives us a reason to keep going during these uncertain times. And I feel like my life hasn't changed really, except that camp has ended shortly. Um, because I know my reason of being here 
on earth and that it's to praise God and to give all glory to him. That has not changed. Like none of that has changed just because I have to wear a mask every day does not mean I can't praise God. And I'm not going to change that. And just don't forget the things, the way our world is changing doesn't change because God has not changed. And he's been the same from the beginning to now. And his love hasn't changed and we shouldn't have to change just because the world's changing doesn't mean we change. And we have to remember that because sometimes we want to change with the world and that's not how we should be. And just keep your head up because there's down times now, but there will be something good that comes out of all of this. Um, there's going to be a bigger picture that we can't see and it's all coming together and God's hand is just crafting it. And we just have to absorb this moment and just realize that God is almighty and that he has everything handled and that we're going to be able to one day be able to say, wow, and look back and say, God really did change so many lives. He impacted so many people through this moment and it was a bad time, but he made something good out of it. And that's what's so amazing about him is he can make any situation positive. And I just want y'all to go in this school year positive about it. Don't look at any negatives. Don't complain. Just enjoy the year and enjoy the time you have. Don't waste it. Use it. And that's great. That'll preach right there. <laughs> I like I was in your, in your cabin right now. Like <laughs> you feel 12 again, Ty? Man, Go was... play some monkey ball. <laughs> monkey ball didn't – it wasn't a game at Deer Run uh, in my day as a camper. Oh. Uh, I'm sad about that. It, it's a great one. Um, well, man, it's been really good. I want to end with something fun that I wish I'd have thought of earlier, but and maybe we'll edit this out. I don't know. But I'm going to ask you just a series of questions, just – fast paced it's like at the end of family feud or (laughs) some other game that happens more recent than family feud but i think that's still airing but anyway um so i'm just gonna throw it out there and you tell me all right we'll see see how you do what's your favorite color blue who's your favorite football team texas longhorns favorite sport football uh, what's your favorite drink at Sonic? Lemonade. Lemonade. Uh, what do you put on your hamburger? Uh, cheese, pickles, sometimes olives, mayonnaise. That's about it. Sometimes avocado. What's your favorite sugar substitute? The what? <laughs> what's your favorite sugar substitute? Sugar substitute? I, I guess honey. <laughs> Okay. Uh, your favorite snack? Favorite snack? Uh, blueberries. Blueberries. Uh, frozen or in the refrigerator? In the refrigerator. If you could go anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? Greece. Why? The ocean. <laughs> you want to go to the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. 
and uh, I'm drawing a blank, which is ruining our game. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What's your favorite movie? Saving Private Ryan. Uh, what's your favorite song? Uh, doesn't have mm. just for right now. Which favorite song? We're gonna go "Baby" by Justin Bieber. Wow, I, I that's all I could think of right now. That's all I could think. Uh, your favorite video game? Uh, Call of Duty with the boys. Call of Duty. What's your favorite uh, book of the Bible? The Bible, um, definitely First Samuel or First Kings. Do you have a favorite or meaningful verse? Mm. James four four. James four four. Come near to God, and He'll come near to you. No. Resist the devil, and He'll flee from you. I think it's talking about if you are a part of the world you're an enemy of god <laughs> we're gonna have to edit this out because one of us is <laughs> <laughs> is that not it <laughs> <laughs> let's see we're gonna have to look uh-oh i'm pulling it up right now james. i hope i'm right <laughs> james four four oh you were so right I was, yeah. I was three verses early. Because I was wrong, we can leave it in. Okay, there we go. People, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of God, the world becomes enemy. That's what yours is? Yes, yes. I was thinking of verse 7. Submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. That's... I was just a few verses early. So in some ways, we were both right. But I was all totally wrong at the same time. Um, if you had to choose between pizza or pancakes, what do you choose? Pizza. What's your favorite meal at out camping? Hochi chicken. Um, all right. I think I've run out of questions. That was fun. We'll see what happens. I need to. I need to have them written down, and then I could really just rattle them off. Oh. That was good times. Well, um, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today, Cole. And wanted to end by having you just offer a prayer, uh, praying over all of our campers and staff and their school year and just whatever's going on in their life right now. So if you would uh, lead us in a prayer for them. All right. Dear Lord, we come before you and we're giving you praise and glory because we're unworthy. God, I just want to pray for every single camper, for the one that came and for the one that said didn't. I pray they see you this year and that they set an example of you and that they're not scared to display you and that they're willing to. Just let them be able to overcome trials and temptation because I know that life is so difficult and that 
they're going to be surrounded by so many different things. And I pray that these trials are able to, they're able to overcome. And we know that with you, Lord, you will be able to, they will be able to. I pray for every single one of them. We all love them and we want them to know that we are there for them and that we are praying about them every single day and that their lives mean so much to us and God and that we want to be a family with them and be united with them. We miss them a lot. And we know that they're going to grow this year. And we pray that it's all in good ways. And that their fire for you never ends. And that they continue to walk upon the path. And stay proud in your name. Let us be humble. Let us be proud in your name. Let us all come before you, before the cross. We thank you for your son, God, for what he went through, just so that we can have meaning, that we can have a chance with you. I pray for the staff. I'm praying for everybody that we all still walk upon your path. No far, no matter how far the distance we are from each other, we are all going through the same things. We're, we're walking on that same path, and they might look different. But in the end, we're all dealing with the same trials, and we're all sinning, and we're all falling. But I hope that we all see Christ and God in different ways this year. And maybe our paths will meet with one another. And I know if I see any of the people I've seen at camp, I will immediately light up and just glad to see them. And just pray that you watch over everyone because everything's so different and their curiosity doesn't get the best of them and that we flee from Satan and that we just continue to walk with you. We love you, God, and you deserve all praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Loved the questionnaire. It's really fun. Bye.